0: Welcome to the
1: Wale and Yemi Football Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of the Wale and Yemi Football Podcast. My name is Olawale Wale and I've got um, the MVP, Yemi Adeswaya, on the pod. You yeah, felt uh,
2: strange to call the MVP, right? Yeah, but I think I actually deserve it. Because uh, this time last week, I told you that Manchester City will be a point clear. At the oh, top yeah, of the team. Oh, Yeah, the oh yeah. the time we True. And uh true. I spoke
1: and, and it happened. And it came to pass. Oh yes. a big shout to Man City doing the Lord's work. I mean, no team in Europe right now can touch Pep Guardiola's side. So we'll talk more oh, about yes. Man City definitely. Um on the pod. Um I think also Chelsea is still until Tuesday. Tuesday and um, it's a Monday right here. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Had a fantastic one. I um, had a beach hangout over the weekend with um, my friends. It was lovely. It was really, really lovely. I think I'm still a bit hungover, but
2: my... <laughs> <laughs> the podcast still has to go on, definitely. Yeah, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was okay. Uh, on Saturday, my kids had uh, a small football competition they attended. and It was really good. The parents turned up. well. They had a good time. Uh, the kids won two out of uh, three games which was really good uh, to see. Uh, we have a team that we have somewhat, that we have built some kind of small rivalry against. We're able to see them in both categories. So, yeah, that was progress for me yesterday. I was just spent watching the matches. Very good weather mm. these last few days as well. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the rain. The and rains the are coming, man. Yeah, yeah. And this really looks like it's going to be heavy, very mm. heavy this year.
1: Alright, um, let, let's get started with our fan meals. Um we, we, we talked about it when we were wrapping up the, the, the pod last week and um, we had a couple of um, meals coming through. In case you want to send us a mail, just um, do that to... footballfixng at com. Alright, so um, very much simple. Any questions you've got for us, feel free to send them and we'll do our best to always provide them answers for you. Anyways, big shout-out also to our producer, who is here in flesh and blood. In flesh and blood. Yeah, Felix is here. And he's of, been harassing us. All one all one all of it. these days, I think we'll also have him on the pod. Definitely. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, no fantastic football brain, too. Only is, so, Shakara is too much. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, but let's start with the first mail. All right, what we
2: so have there? let's go to the fan mail. Uh, we have this mail from Bababumi, Fingy, follower. That's a really lovely name. So, 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 so guess
1: what? I'm coming from a wedding to come record this pod, and the name of the bride is being follower. Aha.
2: You know, that's a good omen. That's a good omen, yeah. For how good the pod will be today. Okay, so Bababubi says, talk more about Newcastle on how good they've been this season and Val- Valencia, how their regulation battle is going to pan out. Alright, let's start from the bottom. Please and that's where, the uh, that's where Valencia <laughs> right now.
1: I think they, they started... They put together a good run recently. Uh, yes. Elche Vardolid got six points, but they got dragged back again this weekend. Lost to Cadiz? Yes, so lost, oh,
2: lost to Cadiz in a game that had uh, a lot of yellow cards. Oh, yeah, Oh yeah, man. That was like about a... eight, nine yellow cards. Yes, I was yes. on it, though. I actually played over 6.5 yeah, yellow cards. Of course, cards definitely. On that one. Yeah, got some good Yeah, money. but at the beginning of the game, it did look oh, the first like. The yellow card didn't come out to the minutes. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like it was going to have some very yellow cards, but hey, it did. So, Valencia had a tough running. Uh, they have Villarreal, who are chasing Champions League. I mean, football. they have Villarreal this week. Yeah. That's going to be really tough on Wednesday. Um, so along the line, they have Santa Vigo away. They also have, uh, Real Madrid at home. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to be easy. If they survive, it will be a daring escape. They I have think Marjoka they have two points away well. from safety, though. Yes, at the moment, they yeah. are... Two points, two points away from safety, away from safety. 17. yeah. 17. Espire did themselves a word of good in that education. Oh, 6. yeah. 20. They had to win that game and, and the Jets. Yeah. Cafe. It cafe will be asking themselves how do we get into this mess again? Despite At the point, they seem to have, you know, escaped, but the rejuvenation of teams like Cadiz, you know, have uh, put pay to but I don't know away. how
1: they do it. Can have um, a very interesting base here in Nigeria? I mean, their social media.
2: Uh, I, I think they're just being uh, opportunistic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't have any Nigeria in their team. see they farms us a lot. But in, they uh, just saw, you know, 200 million people, probably the highest presence in, in Twitter... The highest percentage of engagement on social media, why don't you try to connect with them?
1: But, but back to Valencia, maybe relegation may also do them some good, allows uh, them to put their house in
2: order. I'm not sure. I no, mean, because all see,
1: all if, they don't, if they don't get relegated, then they still
2: get stuck in this old mediocrity this, under Peter No, this is what I think, and, and, I think, and I'm going to cast uh, a comparison with Sevilla. And yes, critically, mismanagement is their major problem. Yeah. Just, like, just like we talk about sports in, in England. I think Valencia are almost similar in terms of poor, poor management. And as I'll draw a comparison with Sevilla, Sevilla were in trouble and they went to look for a, a, a sensible managerial appointment. Oh, so this went to Yeah, straight. What did Valencia do? They went to the revisionist, uh, populist uh, appointment. He knows the club? He, yeah, he knows the club in Baraja. And it has not helped them at all. Well, maybe you could say now it's kind of help them, but still, they still have a huge fight. And interestingly, today I was watching the uh, clips of uh, Claudio Lopez 24 years ago scoring his first hat-trick for Valencia. I think it was against Deportivo La Corona. And I was like, "Ha, ah, what has happened to this club that they're at this point today? So, um, I don't know. We can only hope that they can get better and are able to survive, but they have 33 points from 32 games, two ahead of Espanol and Atafa. Of course, we said it. I think Atafa so gone. Done.
1: It should be official by Tuesday. Yeah, Atafa yeah. gone. There's no, there's no <laughs> And you mentioned they're yes. running, running, Villarreal, Real Madrid, Real, Real, Real Betis, Betis, and uh, Espanol. Yeah. And that Espanol game is the key game for is them. The key, yeah,
2: the key. Just like we mentioned in the Premier League yeah. as well, is the key game. Those games amongst themselves are critical.
1: I they haven't gone Relegated since 1986. They've won La Liga six times, so that's a bit of history that might just be going down the drain or going down to Segunda. <laughs> I will see about But to the other question, how good have Newcastle been? I think we've. We've, we've, we've heaped a lot on play- Newcastle. Newcastle, a lot on the pod.
2: Yeah, uh, Newcastle have been really good this year. I have a friend who continues to torment me about Newcastle. He's a United fan, but he likes to reference Newcastle that Newcastle haven't spent so much money. And I said, look, they've also spent. Decent money. However, the good thing for them is that all the signings they brought in have lived up to expectation. Yeah. Those that seem to struggle at a point have raised their game. And particular, and that particular mention is uh, Alexander Isaac, who's come back from injury and started him, you know, uh, smoothly. Only really other person is probably Anthony Gordon, who has not really lived up to expectations. So Newcastle have been good. They've had a really good season. They came back yesterday from one go down against Southampton, when it looked like uh, Southampton were going to do something to to cast a special over uh, over the magpies. But the city of Newcastle, the Northeast, needs a team like Newcastle to be back up there for the good of the city.
1: Ah, right, just just still Newcastle, but just a smaller side. So after they beat Spurs 6-1, or was it this 6-1-5, one 6-1, I understand that some of their fans were left outraged at the gesture from Spurs the players refunding the travelling fans, and they yeah. felt they took away the achievements. It downplayed the achievements of and the because day. because it made a lot more news. Yeah, yeah, they they, they felt outraged by it. But what I also want to point out was that Daniel Levy was also among the guys who were against the takeover from the, for the Saudis <laughs> Newcastle. Right now, you get a feeling that his worst fears are now being realized. Like looks like there is a ba- there's a shift in the balance of power. Of course, there's a shift Spurs are now being dumped out of the top four and step forward Newcastle. Newcastle. I mean, same thing happens happened to Arsenal years ago yeah. when City came through and something had to give. It looked like it was Arsenal who had to give away that spot. And you guys feel that's happening again in Newcastle
2: and Spurs? Yeah, but in order, this he still pushes the father he needs to put his house in order. Uh, why are they the ones being taken out of the equation? Yeah, I mean, even if he puts it out
1: in order, a new sheriff is in town with lot more money than, than uh, what's the uh, name of the so owner, Lewis
2: uh, what's the, and then so Levy. The, the, the owners is on him to also put it out in order. If I'm going to make reference, what's happening with Why, why are the likes of, uh, of Brighton, the likes of uh, Fulham, Brentford, giving him a run for their money? In London today, you have the likes of Brentford who are showing that they can go two to two some of the more established names. Brighton are also showing they can go. That's my fact that they're not, they're not as financially solid as sports. So he needs to put his house in order to realize that, look, maybe we've got it to a point where we thought that we've become part of the established order. Mm. And that way, we've not been able to position ourselves to ensure that, look, we can sustain that position that we're in. Now, I think sports are as seventh on the table it was another seventh oh, yeah. because uh, Liverpool's Liverpool, win. I had that game yesterday it was, not, uh, it was not it was not uh, it was not beneficial. It was not beneficial <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. Because when I was watching the game, imagine a situation where a team comes back at three nil, fifteen minutes in, we we're like, okay, I'll going to do another seven nil. Yeah. And next thing sports pull one back. I'm like, to score again. And then uh, moments later, Son hits the bar. Hits the bar again. Yeah, Romero I think Romero hits also hits the, bar, Romero yeah. hits the bar too. the again. And i are like, this is so much here, Lord. Sports can't get back. And then subsequently, Son scored. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? The Chiricin comes in. First Premier League goal, by the way. <laughs> and i like, this guy. And you know the, it was that goal I had to go to VA. And i'm like this guy which guy, which guy is so pretty tough. every goal you score goes back to that and it was awarded and once we were just to settle down to taking the fact that okay this game is going to end 3-3 and i see Diego Jota free on goal ah and he scores and that's the end of the Christmas day. Great Christmas gift in, 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 in
1: you, me. No wonder he's living at the end of the season. <laughs> but but, but, but um, I hope we've answered your question, Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle have been good this season. Very good. Nice. Unlikely heroes everywhere. Eddie is an unlikely hero. Eddie yeah. was managing Bon Moss. Yeah. Um Carlovoso was playing at Bon Moss. Yeah. Dan Burn is a left back He's a left back. <laughs> you left-back. know, so un- at
2: Brighton. unlikely heroes I, everywhere. I still remember Dan Burn's debut. At Fulham, it was against Manchester United at Old Trafford. That day, United had uh, David Moyes. And United crossed like 80-something times. Dambon played centre-back that day. And all the pressure that was coming, it was Dambon. Dambon, was, Dambon looks like a throwback to England. Bre- yes. Yeah, Yeah, you, you
1: remember that. him? Yeah. You get that. You get that. It's like I a throwback England.
2: All right, the next meal. Next meal is from... Yeezy says, good afternoon guys, great job you are doing, I would love you guys to do some revisionism on footballers like Zidane, Scholes and Ronaldinho. These players are elevated to the realms of gods, but these days, of gods these days, but it feels like they went all that in their playing career. Wally? No, they take that last part again, I didn't get that part. <laughs> <laughs> these players are elevated to the realms of gods. Mm-hmm. That's goes with his small these days, but it feels like they went all that in their playing career. Ah,
1: that's uh <laughs> <laughs> What 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 am I looking for? That's heresy. Ah, uh, I said my reply to him was <laughs> interested. <laughs> in <you. laughs> that is heresy. But but quickly, I saw I saw a tweet over the weekend, and the guy was tweeting really like players of that other era. That's the Yes. Do you think any of them will have featured in into the modern era? Now let's no. let's apply it to this player's Yeezy as mentioned. Do you think these players will caught it in this modern era? Why not? Interestingly. Yeah me? No, wait. It's, it, and when I say modern era, you also have to also look at the tactical trends of the yes, modern. Sir, era. That's
2: what I was going to go to.
1: Is there a space for Zizou in the, in, in this modern tactical era where there's you, probably no space for you, you, number time? You always find a it,
2: it's, it's space for a player of that, exception, of that exceptional exception.
1: Shall so we say we don't have players with with Zidane's with us with Wally, um, wizardry? We, no, we don't in, in the game do, right no. now.
2: You know why? Because the game has high is now highly mechanized mechanised... And, and so that's well. why the game will frustrate players like Zizou. Yes, it would, but you always find any manager that is what is sold will always find a place for him and yeah, I mean, I'll give you a player who was
1: not on Zizou's level but yes. got frustrated too. Mesut uh,
2: That's what... See,
1: but at the same The time, modern game ensured that there was no space for Mesut Ozil yes, anymore.
2: But any manager who is what is sought will find a place for him to play. He might now get uh, frustrated it zoned that in the mechanized way the game is played today. The game is now all about pass, pass, pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Izzy might be correct.
1: Okay, not, not Yuzi yeah. being correct. I think I might be correct on the fact that they might not succeed in the modern game.
2: I'll give another one.
1: With Ronaldinho.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's very clear. Scores might still be okay. Oh, yes, yeah, Scores yeah, yeah, be okay. Zidane, so. so. especially Ronaldinho, because nobody, nobody, nobody takes on players anymore. Nobody takes on men anymore. Nobody entertains. Nobody brings that flair, that natural instinct. You know that It's of, all robotic it's, now. You know, it's all robot now. Even Pep Guardiola, like the, the savior of football, Yeah, he's even the one I hold responsible for it the most. <laughs> yes, uh, but I, I, but you players of this quality will always stand out. And I think that's one of the one of the things that affects Neymar today is, is this. You know. This thing you spoke, you spoken about how mechanized, and I think also people need to also realize that stats don't give you the full picture. One of the things, I know one of the angles is coming from has to be from statistics. Somebody was trying to cast aspersions on Ryan Giggs, I saw it on Twitter. Did a thread on how gigs will survive in this modern game, no, no, no on how gigs was not all that in his time, and he seemed to just be. Part it. Wait, gigs so, how many Premier League titles? 10? 13 Primary oh, 13 League. 13 Premier League titles. titles. So what I was saying. Has the most assist in Premier League history. But then at that time, it wasn't a big deal. You know, he, he so in That's this what he That's mo- not his main
1: statistic we just give
2: out now. 13 Premier League uh, titles. Uh, in this era, you know it's all about statistics. Who has most assists, most goals, and Ex- expected see, goals? Expect- <laughs> Uh, pre-assist. Yes, pre-assist, yeah, pre-assist, pre-assist, now. pre-assist now. <laughs> Come on, come on, Wally. You know, so those are the issues. So, because you live in an era today that is very dependent on statistics, so you you see situations where they tell you Kevin O'Brien has passed so and so person for number of assists, and that way the Gen Zs today. We look at it and say, so when those ones they play? We can the brothers pass them for assist. You get those are some of the issues. Or you see um with the exception of Elinalan, who's killing everything, fifty goals already this season, you know, you ask yourself, so what were those guys playing? So yes so you so situations where they say oh and call and, and she has got thirty four goals in a forty two game season. Right? So and this guy hasn't even done thirty eight Games he's already scored 34, you know, so he starts kind of you know, dampening the excellence mm. of some of those players in the other generation.
1: All right, um, so I think we're done with our yeah, mails. Thank you guys for the So, meals. thank you very much for the mails. Um, really, really appreciate Now, before we get into the, the full course of today's sport and that's looking at uh, written over the weekend, I want your thoughts on the NBA playoffs. So, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a clip from the NBA, I think was it wasn't it from the official handle of the NBA, because they wouldn't have done that. But it was 25 years ago, throwback between the Heat and the Knicks. One of mm. their games that degenerated into a, into a, football, into a, a war <laughs> of <laughs> court. And I mean, they just used that to like prep everyone for oh, Game yeah. 1. And it was a good game. I thought oh, yeah. Game 1 was a good game. Jimmy Butler, it's definitely. He's a, a, a different monster at this point. Yeah, yeah. There are some players who are just meant for stages yeah. like this. Yeah, Jim Butler,
2: yeah. Steph Curry. LeBron. So LeBron. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let me, let's quickly talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. No. Let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. You see, in this. Night, that's what I
1: want to talk about, we'll still talk about what else, yeah, I want to talk about. But let's talk about the Grizzlies, how they froze. But did they even true, really well,
2: freeze? It's not even froze. And the magic in Tabo It's not a function of freezing. What you are not, don't claim to be. There was so much trash talking from them. And you are not. See, when well, you want to trash talk, you need to. Earn the right yeah. to trash talk. Trash talk this is a team that has not won anything. Nada. You have not done anything. And you now think is it is okay for you to trash talk and say all kinds of things and cast aspersions on Lebron, one of the greatest players.
1: You don't even normal normal.
2: You go Lebron saying uh he's old. I can guard him for this. Um I won't respect them until they drop 40. And they dropped the 40. They dropped the 40. They <laughs> <laughs> dropped the 40. Game 6. They dropped the 40. I see what LeBron and James, and, and, which is who is very, very critical to whatever it is the Lakers doing. That's the coming series against Golden State Warriors. So, for them, I'm happy the Lakers put shut I, those guys up. I, 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 think, I think that the
1: Lakers rescued their season by... You know what ASA did when United beat them 6-1? <laughs> when they quickly went into the market, about like five, <laughs> five, six players. Was into, I think, yeah, I think, I think they had to. Yes, I think. I top four last season.
2: Yeah. But
1: basically, that saved them. Their, that saved their season, yes, right? Sending well. up with Lakers who also quickly went, went into the market and quickly brought Rui yeah. Chimura yeah. and a couple of other, and it's, it just totally saved their season because yeah. they were shambles in in regular it season regular at the season. beginning. They were two to ten
2: at the beginning of season. At the beginning of season, they were two 10 but they came into the that playoffs. That to ensure they going into the play. In fact, they got, got into the playoffs itself, but the loss to Los Angeles Clippers. Was one. Of yeah, the I mean, they ended the won.
1: regular season as the all testimony. fourteen, end, 14 end. of oh.
2: eighteen, One fourteen of eighteen. And I remember on this podcast we discussed how tough for, it was going to be for Lakers to get to because they had only twenty-two games to go. Yeah, and that win sixteen and, of the and, and they, and they and managed. It, it, yeah,
1: it, but it. I like the look of Lakers. Go no, it. state. yeah. To really good I like the fact that Lakers also don't have to pile up minutes on the road. I know LA and also, um, yeah, so so that also helps helps yeah. them a lot. That should be a very good game, should and be. I think it starts this um, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. Good, good watch. Should but I wanted to talk about Ian is not about how one of the greatest upsets in the NBA you know postseason happened. Now I, I, I don't. I mean, who see, who sees the Heat beating the box
2: in five? No, a lot of people did. In five. A lot. No, maybe not in five. But a lot of people looked at that matchup and felt the rankings, the so-called rankings or seeding, was not fair on Miami. That they were a much better team than getting that ranking. And that has to do with their own performance during the regular season. And then, because as far as they were concerned, the team had a bit of experience. That team had also given Milwaukee a good run last year before they were able to get past them and go play uh, the Celtics in the finals of the Eastern Conference. So, it was always going to be hard for Milwaukee. Now, Giannis getting injured during the series was a huge tipping point. Even though he came back, but still, uh, coming back, these guys are rebuilt on level of momentum. And within one of those games, Jimmy Butler dropped 50. Yeah, In another, he dropped 40. So, hey... He was always going to... And and I didn't like the way the some... Did under of,
1: 50 yesterday? Yeah. No, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> that was it 35 was, or
2: something. It was uh, Steph that dropped 50. Okay, years. yeah, Steph dropped 50, yeah. And I didn't like the way some of the people in the media handled Milwaukee getting knocked. out. Also, and part of the game also goes to the coach as so, well. So, that was what I was going to. Because a reporter from The
1: Athletic asked Yanis after Game 5... Do you see this season as a failure? As a failure? And yeah. actually, I realize that the reporter already asked Seems the coach, so, yeah. but maybe he wasn't satisfied and goes on to ask Yadis, who now unfurls the terrain. Almost <laughs> done. He was pretty, <laughs> to give him credit. Yeah. But there were nuggets. I mean, you could see a lot of motivational speakers. <laughs> 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 Turn yeah. that into a nugget. Yeah.
2: nugget. You walk, have you? Where you walk? You get to be promoted, you work to be promoted. Do uh, you get so that me, every year? If you don't get promoted every year, has it been a, a failure? And I, I love the uh, the Michael the Jordan analogy. analogy. Michael Jordan analogy. He's a great player the whole time and he only won six titles. Played in 15 years. years, yeah. Are you going to say it was a failure because he didn't win titles in the nine years that he played? The guy, It was a good shot up, and he said, Man, failure
1: should be seen, every failure should be seen as a step
2: yeah because us. this is sports you can't actually say someone has failed and and that's the beauty of american sport if it was a regular sport like football now where there's relegation ah, that's failure but in American sport there's no relegation so you have an opportunity to okay yes you've done this this season how well did you, you, you make the playoffs you've ticked up one far after you go to the club, we didn't go too far okay we'll stay that so, I, I like the way he responded. Even though you could see in his eyes, like, "What? The, what is this? Why are you disturbing my life? This is your question. is going completely out of, uh, you know, the the direction of, of this Baba, conversation.
1: I, I found it a bold take from Yanis. And oh, the, yes. the reason is because I don't know if his comments also will have particularly gone well amongst the Milwaukee Bucks fan base. Because he, they view their star man as one of the mm-hmm. instigators of the collective choke that happened in these playoffs. He was probably one of the number one reason why they've choked in this series. And I... I'm not sure. Oh, you me. You know I mean? Do you know how poor he's been from the free-throw line
2: when he was available? Anybody, yeah, but. Jadis has always had issues of the free-throw line. But he was poor. I think... Can we, the, can we establish that? I think a lot of the blame needs to go to the coach. No, you know I mean?
1: We'll talk we, we can talk about the coach, but on court, he played his part. Now... What I wanted to... I wanted to add some perspective to this whole see every failure step success. Now, <laughs> do you think Frank Lampard tells the Chelsea fan base that, see, that for every of those five reviews no, 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 we see as... Oh, uh-uh. Or Adikai will say for all of the no, five no. goals in 21, say each of those goals is a step to success. <laughs> no, so, see, that's why I said... That's can, why I said that. As I said football no, is different from American sports. You hear me? If you've applauded Yanis, if Arike comes to tell the spurs fan base that for every of the each goal we consider the castle, there are steps to success
2: coming next <laughs> <season>. <laughs> But if you are mentioning Frank Lampard, he has failed. Really? failed. There's no other word or term for what Lampard has done at Chelsea other than he has failed. One, maybe one goal in five. No one goal in five. And five losses in five. And five losses in five. That's failure now. And some people say when you fail. They tell you to repeat the class. So maybe it allowed to... He yeah, has repeated the class, oh, and is about to fail again. So when you want to fail a second time, it's expulsion. Advice to withdraw. But seriously, you can't compare the two. American sport is different from... uh isn't all you know, the Americans who are running football clubs
1: in England now? Yeah, that's, what, that's why they are saying... Oh, this is,
2: they will get to a point where they but start he, uh,
1: he, Lapa should be able to approach Bola and say, Baba, these five defeats, they are still. So success.
2: <laughs> 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 okay. All
1: right, um, let's move away from the playoffs. I've mean, been the playoffs, no doubt. I've enjoyed every every minute of it. I can't wait for Golden State Warriors, play Lakers. Play that should play play play. be. I think that that might go to seven. It, he, go he to might, to it might, might go to, go to go seven. seven. Might go to seven. All right, let's let's talk about um, what's happening at home on the seventeen. A genuine sense of uh, optimism about this, and it, should, it shouldn't be celebrated. It should mm. be, I think, it's just a double thing because I mean, finally, mm, we know, have a young c- you know, crop always, of players.
2: We always find the way to get kind of way. Um, and I think I'm the last person that should comment on because I try to avoid injury competitions a lot, why because. There's a lot of cheating, whether we like it or not. There's a lot of cheating. Yes, it seems like this team that we have now uh, are actually young. Yeah. It seems, and I use it loosely that it seems. Uh, I always say that anybody who's going to play under 17 should still be in secondary school or just out of secondary school. If we have been sincere. Well, we have 17 years in universities. Mm-hmm, under 17. Mm. Ideally, that's why I said should just be out of secondary school. And for you to be just out of secondary school, you're probably 15, 16, you know. If you're in university already, maybe you're in your first year. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's why I said I have issues with 8 competition. But I guess we can look forward to this. I was played decent football yesterday. It looked pretty good. And 1-0, uh, good start. I said on Thursday on a on a program that I felt they were going to go smoothly through this group, and I think Morocco seems to be the only team that will give them a run for their money mm. in this group. And Morocco started well with a good victory over South Africa yesterday.
1: All right, quickly um, from from league football, I know the regular season is still on. I know that regular season is, is an alien <laughs> word. We um, are getting ready for postseason as a super. And it's looking
2: very interesting. It's very in groupy.
0: So I don't want to
1: bother myself with all of those permutations. When they are done, we'll know the six teams are. No, you know why I said it's interesting. But by the way, Remonsters have had their three points. That's why I said in it's interesting here. now. That's why I said it's interesting. Big shout out to Michael. Michael is secretary of the club, and Michael spent about two, three days in Abuja. Like that fighting it, for that. Oh yeah, it's on. it's on, it's on a human's job. Yeah. It's
2: gonna be very that groupy. I don't and know and, how. And they and made it much
1: more interesting by even beating Aqua United. Yeah, anyway.
2: yeah. Yeah. So they are now firm, I think they're now third by the time they adjust the table, they should be third. And that means they're going above Aqua. They're not above Aqua and play United. So I think by a point, Beneschalz drew again. After after winning last week, they now drew again. Even though I think it was a withdraw. Uh So it will be very just... Uh, it would be nice to see... It's just that, that... Like you said, when it comes to the other side, the flip side, that playoff side, it's a different ballgame. Mm. It's a different ballgame. Yeah.
1: Right, let's go get, get, get to the Premier League and our takeaways from another chaotic <laughs> okay, we weekend. Let's have the game of chaos. <laughs> Liverpool, I mean, you already talked about it, but let's let's get more into it. Uh, Liverpool 4 3 against um, Spurs, who are Spurs. Spurs in. classic? No, that's not a Premier League classic. Is a Premier League classic, uh, nah, nah, I don't think so. Is it <sighs> no, no, it's a Premier League classic? You know, you don't know a classic immediately. No, Maybe I'm the next day. a class. classic, or <laughs> I, uh, anyways, okay, I, I'll take that, because of the, the drama. The
2: people in my Syria group were saying, all of you, because Frentina, Sandora was going on at the same time, and were, everybody in this group was not watching Frentina. Syria group, they were not watching Frentina, Sampdola. They were not watching, they were watching that. See, they understand why everybody is watching that game, because of the excitement. Mm. It's more exciting, you know, it's but more stuff.
1: Frentina-Cremonese game, right? Yeah. Wasn't it a repeat of that uh, Coppa Italia semi-final? They played us a few days ago. Eh, So, it's second leg
2: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, One guy went to uh, bed, ticket. Get to go to penalties. Don't forget (laughs) to say first leg D.
1: I'm 15 and the first leg. (laughs) Yeah, But, but, for, for, let's start with Liverpool. People talk about chances of making the top four.
2: Yeah.
1: I think we should put it into the
2: bin. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. It will depend a lot on on a catastrophic <laughs> collapse. Collapse of either Newcastle or Maxis or Maxis. Is
1: even more United, are fourth, right? Who are fourth now. I think if United take nine from the next um, nine points from the next, next four games two, or five, have,
2: they're done. They're done. United just need to have three wins of the next six games. Yeah. That's nine points from the next five. six. Yeah, but you But, know but you also know the interesting yeah. thing also, sorry to confusion
1: I think the average point for anybody making top fans has always been t- Liverpool are on course for to do seventy one points, Yeah. and it's very strange for anyone to do seventy plus points and still not on the top still one. Not the top I think only Arsenal that faced before Arsenal yeah. well a couple of days ago did seventy five and it wasn't yeah, Liverpool enough. Liverpool
2: have some very interesting fixtures. Uh, they probably had the best run out of everybody in that uh, in contention. So they have Fulham uh, on Wednesday. They have Brentford on Saturday. Both games at home. Um, Going into the the following weekend, they have Leicester away. We're fighting. They have Villa on the twentieth. Now that game might decide who shares fifth or sixth between them. Now you've mentioned that United just need to ensure that they win. Yeah. Three of the last uh got six Brighton games on that they Thursday. Brighton you know, on that that would be very indicative. If United can get a result against Brighton, there's a seven point gap over Liverpool at the moment. If they get that result against Brighton, that puts them a step closer. Mm. So it's because Liverpool have a knack for knowing how to chase down targets. That's why people are still looking at them. And they have all their players back. Yeah. That's critically they have all their players back. Diaz is back. Jota is back and Jota is back it scoring. Ass, man. They really missed theirs. Jota is back scoring, and that is itself. Being able to have people you can call off the bench to do the business is where well Liverpool are like, very dangerous.
1: Let's talk about the adjustment they made in midfield, Trent's midfield. Guess what? <laughs> I still Southgate have was, was nudging. Yeah, and it was. Valid. But let me throw this interesting cool. start at you. Since he moved to midfield, Trent has created six goals. He has six assists. Yeah. But. What wow, at the back? And so they are old. It depends on the teams if they can take advantage ah, of that. But, you, can't be, it but you cannot also not want to admit that he has given them an extra dimension.
2: Yes, has. I think, going for But at the back, the goal that uh, King Scott, Where did he come from? Yeah, I mean, but actually they could. See, I think that Liverpool right
1: now, I think Klopp also is brilliant enough to realise that games from now they are like pre-season
2: games. Mm.
1: Try to prepare for next week? I think they can address those issues at the back in the summer.
2: No. In the market. Of course they can. And he said they're going to be active in the market this year. And I think a lot will also depend on where they finish on the table. But still, while you can have gains on one side, it's, cost, it's costing them a huge imbalance on the other side. So whilst he's, he's occupying a role in midfield, there's a lot of space on the right. And that space, unfortunately, can't be covered by Van Dyke. I'm sorry. They can't cover that, that, that gap, that gaping hole. That opens up with him occupying a role in midfield so once there are plus, pluses there's enough there's a lot to be worried about on the flip side that is defensively.
1: Alright, uh, by the way guys don't forget that um this pod is brought to you by record story and kobobit yeah. yeah i'll tell him about kobobit later on, on on the pod guy epos now, eh make it to so finish me for inside this um, recording you know, Honestly, all this, man. You are the one who break. You are the break it all. <laughs> you, this thing. They already said they talk. They said they must put him inside the podcast too. All right, okay. You know, on this.
0: You are listening to the Wale and Yemi Football Pod. Now,
1: Yemi, mean, let's talk about um Manchester United. I think that there's there an extra edge that left Casemiro after he got that four was it four game suspension, Yeah. yeah. and you just get a feel that he's lost a bit of his that extra edge. Yeah. Well, we saw that against Aston Villa, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I, I think um, those cautions and the suspensions have somehow taken a bit out of him, so he's a bit he's extra cautious, mm. a bit apprehensive. Uh, but like you said in the Villa game, he, he showed that. Look, I, I still have it. That tackle he went into on Jacob Ramsey <laughs> after Bruno had Bruno was taking out in the box and the referee was had looked away. He went in, you know, full meaty tackle. But then, overall, he had a really good game. And my only worry for United in this running is that United are not killing off games. They're not killing off games. They're not killing off the opponent. Uh, in midweek, United had a two goal lead at halftime against Spurs. And eventually, lost that lead. Note that United should have killed off that game. United are not scoring enough goals. United are not scoring enough. enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, and
1: maybe I'll, I'll, explain it explains why Tenag was saying after the game that we need to bring it forward. Oh,
2: then. as yeah. two new strikers. To bring it forward. At least two new strikers for next season, uh, people are like Masha to go. There's actually no room for that guy in the group. So you're not pro Marshall. I'm not. I've never been.
1: Okay, so if you're not pro Marshal, definitely you're pro-Hurriken.
2: Of course, without a doubt. Now, now. On the strength of the two, last two games, Seth, that doesn't a poor sports where he's there him to finish. So so it's obvious right now
1: that Arican is wasting his Spurs. Yes. I agree. Don't you think that
2: he himself has to look at it and say, hey, hey. hey look, I have just about I'm four or five years more in the game. Whatever way I take care of myself, at the top, I have at least four or five years more. Let me try and go for some glory. And Manchester United offers that opportunity.
1: Yeah, United in the striker, in the big By striker, league. elite striker. Proper striker. They're going to play in the Champions
2: League. Yeah. Hopefully. Coulter's Can done 25, 26 goals this season? He's crossed the 20 mark, I think, for he eight? this is or something that's, for me I mean, like that's what united against that. yeah did. that's what united need uh if my um, one is what always comes to me he, he sent me a start yesterday that so uh if united didn't have rashford united would have won't be in this position i said look, one person needs to step up rashford seems to be the beat 29 goals in all competition he's only scored i think 14 or thereabouts in the premier league so he's behind the likes of uh Kane, Ivan Tony, and, and, and all. And but on the flip side, defensively, a lot of people don't realize how good United have been defensively. They De has the most clean sheets in 15. United probably have in the top five top five defenses. But what cast as passions on United are the seven goals considered against Liverpool, the six considered against City in the first Manchester Derby. The four considered against Brentford in the second game of the season. Those are the games that make people look at United like... You have to no solidify defensive mm. but Overall, United is
1: United are better than Spurs. I think only United have considered more than Spurs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and United have the best record defensively at all. Spurs are bad. Spurs are bad.
1: Real, real, real bad. But, but um, away from United, how about to talk about... Um, one of the teams in form, Crystal Palace, who are yes. playing with this sense of swagger. I mean, look, I was listening to a podcast two weeks ago, and the guy was opining and saying that, do you notice that this run that they've gone under Earth one player has been absent? Maybe it's the problem with and
2: I Came out Exactly, and I mean, they I played know. some scintillated well, football. Well, I've told you that these guys are always quick always to look for escape routes. I always look to find somebody to point, you know, to as being the issue, and he was injured. That's why he didn't play. I think he's the best player. He is the best yeah. player. So they thought that um, you know he he would take away something from the team if he's involved. Came back and they got a good result at the weekend. So look, Papadis don't look bad up front. They don't. I've said, said, well, the, said it before. Zaha,
1: but don't that. mention those manager. But he's, he's a striker now. Yeah, but he's not part of those who
2: I consider to be I had said it before, but Osmar Osman Edward is the main guy that should play. I do not know what happened with Vieira. But at some point the only go-to guy he had was Jordan you. And from the love of me, that any any right-thinking club should not have that guy as the main guy. And then he dropped a very really easy. Why? I don't know. Maybe he went for most grit steel in middle you are not creating chances. Look at the amount of chances Palace have started creating since Hudson came back. Mm. It was more of a go back to basics situation. Four four two, for mm. two, you know, putting the uh, core, who's been one of their standard players. This is very strong in midfield to, to do the work, and then the flare that only and the offer you, you know, make Palace a different proposition. So uh I think you were saying something about Rojelton. Sometimes it's not about the age. There were three There were three points over and above the relegation yeah, zone. Yeah, now they've gone above Chelsea. In fact,
1: they've reached the magical 40-point mark. Yeah. Which, the level of points, no. They're above Chelsea No, No, more than the level of points with Chelsea now, by uh, <laughs> the way. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, now let's get to that Rojelton oh, age thing. He's the oldest manager yeah. in the league at, at 75. So, run right up to that game. Pitch side on BT sports. Royalton was pitched with David Moyes and they were talking to Peter Crouch and a couple of other guys. And the guys are marvelling at the longevity of, of Royalton seventy-five. And also, I mean, combined games between Moyes and us is about a thousand plus yeah. games. Yeah. And Moyes was going way back to when he was at, um, I think, Preston North End. That was his first manager, his yeah. job. That's and he was. had to go meet um, um, Royalton at Udinese. You know, get some mentoring, and I mean, it go way, way, way oh, back, yes. and it brings me to the question: at seventy-five. I think Neil Warnock is seventy-four. Is the oldest yeah, player in the championship? Yes. Does age really matter? It doesn't matter. Because see, in it. Case it, like, I mean, like, I'll give you another point here. Yeah. Now I've given you seventy-five, right? Let's do Nagosman. Nagosman got his bow with off time at, at 28, 28. Or yeah. 28 years of age, and we could see how successful he was at off time, but. Maybe also age matters because we saw him at 36 or 34 A Bayern. it didn't work out. Uh,
2: so when we find the balance on... it worked out. Some people lost their heads and decided to press the panic button. It depends on how you see it. Some also felt they just didn't have the group well, hey, with the
1: players. The Some was of the players. top of the
2: table. He won the league the previous year. On beating
1: the Champions League, On yes. beating the
2: Champions League, you decided to press the panic button. So That's you, don't, you don't think
1: age matters in, in, in management? It doesn't
2: matter. As long as you have the necessary resources, your... Thinking, reasoning capabilities are intact. You are able to go to the physical sessions that come with being a top-rated manager. You get the job done. You hear me, Bob? I feel that in management, in coaching, the chunk of the job sometimes
1: on the pitch it's is not. off. It's off the pitch. Relationship with the players. Relationship with the and players. And I think that young managers struggle with that a lot. I do have that point. AVB at Chelsea. AVB at Spurs. Some will respect you, but some will feel like, the hell is this guy? In fact, I feel that some managers already lose their resume the moment they walk in and they say, who is this who is This rat? Who is this one? Who has got no profile, who has got no pedigree? Maybe they give you a as if you're an ex-footballer who has done it, who has played the game. But young man are coming from nowhere. I don't think... So that's why I think that sometimes age is very important.
2: It is not. See, um, a lot depends on how the kind of relationships he decides to build with his team. Um, you know, some... You know, with age, sometimes you don't have the requisite experience. You have to build the experience. Now, some managers like mentioned City could walk into a dressing room and be like, "Man, I'm going to fuck the life of this guy. <laughs> I'm going to deal with these guys. This one that thinks that I want to <laughs> keep their wings." Yeah, keep their wings. And that's the br- that's the wrongest way to approach a job. You could walk you Pep Guardiola band- case like, a point Barcelona. Pep was a club legend. All those boys he brought to were already looking up to him. And he now went in, brought to Busquets, Pedro, all those boys. For them, he gave them an opportunity. There is absolutely no chance in hell that they will not respect him. He was a club legend. His position was safe, And he had also called them a Barcelona B. That's one. But you that nobody knows you. You now come and say, look. I understand you people are the troublemakers in this dressing you know. room. You people got in the last minute. I assure you, you won't be able to do that to me. I will fuck you up. I will mess you all up. You understand? So when you go in with that, you you. I think him. I also have Nagusman
1: at Alphanet at because yeah. actually he's been assistant for two years. So they knew him. Yeah, when he was 26. So it's also going to
2: be difficult for him to transit. But he got to Bayern where the players want to compromise him. The guys at the top will also be doing their own. He's going to get to a point where like, are you warm at? was all this? I don't need this. But his work... as See, it's different if your work is not showing. Right, His work spoke for him, and look at the way Bayern has struggled in the last in the weeks after they got rid of him. So sometimes it's a function of how the coaches approach the job. I'm sure when Rahudsen walk back into the dressing room at Palace, it's someone they all know. Yeah, and be we're like, excited oh, to have back. Yeah. And we'll be like, guys, I'm back. You know, it's going probably going to be for a short time, but I know you guys can do this. You know what we do. It's like, we used to say about our guy? <laughs> yeah, you know yourself. You know yeah, what you you so you are gonna say, Yeah guys, you know what to do. You don't have to worry yourself. We can do this. And they tap into it, like we know this man. We know how he handles us. Maybe they had issues with the previous manager who they was trying to instill some kind of discipline, you know, some kind of But, but,
1: but some also see managers like Rod said as managers who are coming back to also like
2: block the the pathway, the pathway for you. But you see, the bottom line, especially in England, English teams aren't taking the risk. They're not risky. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. let me. They are. Okay, I'll give you a couple. Not, of, no, I, maybe, maybe not on big exactly. See, because the stakes are higher. No, but Wally, I can give you. Maybe the stakes rate, are higher you know. at
1: Man U, City, Arsenal. Without Atta, guess I'm what? Atta
2: even I'm saying, no, Atta is a foreign coach. Foreign. One, two. You come from City. The fact that I was assistant to Pep, that was enough for us to take a chance. But I'm saying, teams are at, at the lower reaches of the table. Need to take You don't carry you. you know, Do you know these at guys Pomo?
1: who, who get promotion to, to to the championship? Plymouth, mm-hmm. Plymouth. Of course, Steven Schumacher, young guy. I'm not seeing. I'm seeing um, at the lower reaches. Where's Carey McKenna? McKenna is at um, I think Ipswich. At the lower reaches. The former, yeah, United yeah, guy. It's former yeah, he's promoted. You know them to the championship. These are young managers. Russell Martin is at Norwich. You know, Mr. Martin, we used to captain Norwich. He's a Swansea Wally. young guy. Wally. By the way, let me... Th- I, I, found Carey, it, a I, I found it very interesting that Swansea, out of the top five... They're the years, ones that have been...
2: they be taking... The most possession.
1: Yes. They have, no, they be taking
2: consistent
1: risk. But actually, this season, managers. only Bayern, City, Burnley have had more... have had more possession than Swansea in Europe. What I'm saying
2: is... As a young manager. yeah. What I'm saying, in the Premier League, where in Italy they will take a risk, and I'm talking of teams at the lower end of the table will take a risk. When the Zerbi left Sassou, they took a risk with the Noz- took a risk with him at Udinese, They took a risk with Sotio. They will take risk with certain young managers. and said, Look, this guy you are doing well, let's bring you But in England, even Gary O'Neill, he was caretaker. They were there was talk of they were getting a new manager. Talk of getting a new manager all over so, yeah, I mean, it's is the space. But the guy yeah, now is eventually dumb. showed his working. I, I, th- I
1: think that that English manager are, are gradually coming through. Honestly. I, also, I think they're getting chance. Because for the good of the English game in the long term. Because after, see once again, like I said, the sticks are well, the sticks crazy. High. High. No
2: doubt. Crazy, high,
1: No doubt. But for but, the long term they need it. Finally, history. do you think it'll be a big call if the owners at Palace, Last of Parish, if they decide that they
2: want to keep Hudson? It's possible they might that, that club are not a they're not a risk taking club. They're no, I think almost like it turned out back. Are you almost season? They will probably skip it. Because for them, they'll be looking at look we build some kind of momentum at the end of the season. Let's not I'm about Live just close to the around. Yeah. Let's know. not truncate it and now start afresh in the summer. What they will tell you that look in the summer you have the benefit of doubt to rebuild this team, to make one or two additions. If there are guys that you think the past ex- that that dates with uh, Palace, you can let them go. You know, I don't think Palace are that kind of thing that will just say, ah, no, okay, Baba, you came and it's a shot. No, we know you can do it. Just give us one more season while we try and find a solution. And that solution you will also be involved in bringing in whoever it is that uh, will replace mm. you. So I think that's probably
1: the way Palace will go. Shall we talk brighter? Okay. our favourite team on the pod, right? <laughs> you know the thing about Brighton, you know that, see, there's a danger in Then you fall in love with the team yeah. that is punching above its weight. Yes. Team. But we also know that they will offer you those occasional seasons that, ah, man, your job will be full. But because <laughs> they don't have the backbone, they don't have money, they don't have that technocrat, they don't have that billionaire, there's a tendency that they slide back towards mediocrity. Mm-hmm. But Brighton don't look like the case.
2: They don't. They play like they're playing like a team who is who is here for the long haul, mm. who is here to not to ruffle feathers, but lay a claim to the position that they're trying to occupy. Although along the line they will have such results like the loss, the loss last week, and then you know, knocked out of the of the uh, FA Cup, yeah, and now they go out and put six passes. Without kaisido yeah. without Macalista. Without without uh, evan Ferguson as well. Without Mitoma. Without, without Mitoma. So, you know, they find a way and they put six panel like, wow. Undav who they just who just got introduced to a deaf cup comes in because two brilliant and go. Pastor Gross I think all Gross the
1: Golds' got twice Pastor Gross, Gross back Rose, the well back
2: well back also back the yeah, years. well back well back to United if ah. you, you guys did a strike I probably <laughs> would well, well <laughs> <laughs> that's cheap and so like you said Brighton are the the neutral favourites in terms of how they play in terms of how that club is run and the players that they're able to introduce you know to show that look we're a very good pipeline we're a run club and whether well, one person is not around, we have a good squad. Anyways, and I don't know if good. I don't
1: know if you caught this one. On Saturday. Brighton played on Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. On Friday. I, I think he went under the radar. But Brighton secured Joe Pedro from Watford. Yes, he was actually, went million.
2: The, well, he actually went. 70 million. Yeah, under the radar. And how they were able to pull off and uh, your friend What I said he was lost to his to his ah. feet uh, Yes, sir. We don't see this guy. But
1: are you comfortable with players they've been linked to recently? Oxley-Chamberlain. No. Let me give you another one. James Miller. No.
2: They don't need players like that. They have experience maybe in the right position. just to pos- give them no. a bit of leadership. No. They have experience in the right position. They're going to play in Europe, maybe? The biggest squad? No. well, this is what I always say about teams like Brighton. The moment they depart from that thing that they are known for, that's what the beginning of problem. But maybe was.
1: also they realise that, see, that's, that, that are strength of ours in times of scouting
2: players, we can't sustain it. You see, it's not a very sustainable. Because it's not you, a sustainable model. You've been, it, you've
1: been eating the jackpot, right? There are sometimes you also sign dots. Oh, of course.
2: See, they signed Lalana at some point. They bought in Pascal Gross at the time. They bought in Welbeck. Uh, they bought in Veltman from Ajax. Those guys bring some level of experience to mix with the young guys like Cisco. So I see you do. they brought a uh, Espiana from Villarreal, from here, yeah. experienced guy. It had uh, Tari Glante from Chelsea, young, up and coming. It has to be a good mix, but someone like Milner is just coming to end better last step, last, last take. may maybe, in terms of the quality that I probably bring, but his injury record. Will be might be a problem. A huge mm. comma for a team like Brighton and the kind of way that they play. So I'm not sure that they they shouldn't get lost in that euphoria. I want to start saying, look, we're we're likely to finish either seventh or eighth, you know, or finish in the European places, and then start telling themselves that okay, now the next is country championship. No, small by small, mm. you know. Uh, the manager you had before, the best position the field was in ninth, and that was the first. That was even good. Only that's good, good, the season, only good yeah.
1: season. They've been finished out of the top ten. Yeah, yeah. Under so, Grand
2: Port. small, small. The the uh,
1: let, Let's wrap up with the Premier League. You mentioned a month earlier when O'Neill took over. It was a nine-nil armoury, Yeah. from Liverpool. Guess what? They're ten points clear of relegation, and they're level on points with Chelsea. Chelsea fans let that sink in. <laughs> but let, let's wrap up with David Moyes who is walking a very interesting and tightrope. Yes, so Because what does he do? I think he's been dragged back into the relegation mode fight uh, by that loss a to Palace. Little, a little bit. A little. The reason why I feel that way is the quality of teams they are playing in running. Yeah. They play both Manchester clubs. Yeah. And they play, I think, a couple of clubs below them. I think they play Liverpool. So that is the worry for them. But there's also the... They can be European champions, although you have to put European champions in... <laughs> They've got Az in the yeah. semi-finals. Moise hasn't won a trophy in Europe before, he hasn't. so it's a chance to also win he something in Europe. So how does it how does it balance it? How does he really really perfect that chasing European European title and also you know safety in the Premier League?
2: Moyes has done uh, I think two wins in the last five. He's uh, four points, oh no five points ahead of the relegation zone. He needs to do a proper balancing act. Balance the Premier League, balance Europe. He got to of Europe last season in a really good season for them. Uh their problem has been the fact that the guys that they've signed in the in the summer and in January really haven't lived up to the expectations. They signed Danes in January and still hasn't really solved their problem. Um it's a point this is a point where choices are very important. Of course, for glory's sake, for glory hunting's sake, they would love to win that conference league. Yeah. The can, fans also love it. They would love to. But they have Argentina who are probably favorites in this competition looking around the corner and a lot of Ferentina fans are feeling that look.
1: Wait, you think your are favorites if they take on West Ham?
2: Yeah. No? No, I think Argentina are favourites. Huh? No, West I, are... I do think they're favourites. I think it's West Ham the, will be second. It's the Premier League serious. No, no, no. Let's leave that. Yeah, I say that because like,
1: they're show person. <laughs> I think West
2: Ham are my favorites. I think very are my favorites. As an upma uh, would uh, be what's it called? Um, but really, he needs to make very critical choices. But what I like about this last few weeks is that he's actually mixing his squad very well, using the squad strength that they have pretty well. Emerson Palmeri started at the weekend. Subsequently, changed and brought in Cresswell. The game before Creswell started. You mm. know, so he's using that uh Zuma is back as part of the defensive uh setup. He's mixing it gradually. lance is coming back, Paul. is coming back. Yeah, so yeah. he's I think he, he's managing the rotation well and I think he's 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 doing a lot of good for them. But like I said, there's a point you need to prioritize and ask yourself, look. But I think with more he's looked at it I've gotten away. With this fighting on two fronts, pretty well. We have 34 points, mm. five points ahead of It, it will take two matches or thereabouts for us to lose whatever momentum that we have already. To lose that five points, it will take two matches. And that, those two matches will depend on Everton, Leicester, Forest, Leeds having a good run. So that leads us
1: to one of my favorite segments on the pod <laughs> the segment of who is going down. It's great. <laughs> But I think
2: Southampton are gone. No, that one's confirmed. So, which of the two are going down? Um, for sentimental reasons, I'm hoping Forrest stay. I hope Forest will stay for sentimental reasons. Not because they have two Nigerians, but because of my former Uga, the Jitsinoburo mm-hmm. is done. For us. I'm hoping Forest can stay up. I think Everton will go. It will be interesting. Everton won the league title, I think, in 1986. Won the FA Cup in 1995. They flirted with relegation so many times. This so, looks so, you, like, so you think Leicester will stay up? I think Leicester Leeds, I think Leeds, Leeds are the ones football. that will go. Leeds are the ones that will go. And I would love it if they go down. Four teams go down, right? Three teams go oh, down. Oh, three teams go down. Anyway,
1: I think in France now, four teams go down, but two are coming up. Oh, yeah, they're trying to... It's in team league season. It's in, it's in it's to to team league season. Yeah. Yeah. It's in sense. All right, I think that does it. Um, we have to take a message from our sponsor, Recusuri. I'll come back and um, we're taking a look at um, all other leagues. Bundesliga, a title what in Germany, nobody really, really wants. We'll be right back for that.
0: Project and product teams want to build best in the world applications by making sure the best features are being built, but they are sometimes unsuccessful because they can't get user feedback during the idea session or sometimes the feedback they get is not good enough or validated. This is where Story comes in. Story helps you build products better. You enter a prompt of your product idea and your backlog is immediately populated with user stories of what you are about to build. Are you in a workshop session and you want better details? Just enter the right phrase within your project, and it will help prompt user stories to your stakeholders, business units, personas, and you can develop this further. It is also product project management tool using Kanban and Scrum in a simplified way to help teams get on with tasks necessary. Simplicity was built. Reiki story, user story simplified.
1: All right, welcome back. It's still the Wally and Yemi Football Pod. It's Nigeria's number one football podcast.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It's Nigeria's number one. Yeah. We don't care about the rankings. <laughs> nah, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, um, Koboebit also. Um, I've been a major reason why the sport has been going. Big shout to bit And in case you don't know much about Koboebit, just check out koboebit.com. That's dot com. it's fantasy football but it's fantastic and it's a difference it's a difference um, you can win instant cash yeah yeah buy a pack get free bids very self explanatory I mean trust me it's a breeze um, so um, you can also sign up with our promo code we have a promo code w-y-f-b um, so use that promo code and just be getting some bonus with that you can also follow them on twitter at bit and you get all the info you need to know um, as regards um Cobra beat And with um, Premier League football coming to an end, the season's coming to an end. Yeah, the last man, month of
2: the season. It's the last
1: rush, so make, make last, last late money. <laughs> late, uh, last, rush late money. last rush money. Uh, with Cobblebeet, you can win as as 100,000 uh, and 150k on, on Cobblebeet. So check it out once again, com. Hopefully, maybe next episode, we also have um, one of the, the co-founders teacher. at um, Cobblebeet.com I'm Jonas on the pod. Now, I mean, let's get to the Bundesliga. A title nobody wants in Germany. Um, Dortmund. one-one. Okay, my Dortmund, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I take full responsibility for yes, that. 1-1. One, one. But I thought that the ref was a bit unfair. They had two <laughs> penalty shouts. They should have gotten one, <laughs> at least. They should have gotten one. But you know, Bayern took full advantage. Although Bayern were not convincing against Al-Zerbergen, no, They, not, they, were not, they were not.
2: Maybe nerves. Of course. I think it was nerves, yeah. Of course, a bit of nerves. Uh, Dortmund played on Friday. Uh, yes, you had somebody supporting you on Twitter, saying that uh, you was supposed to get two penalties. Oh, yes,
1: they should have gotten and
2: one. Nothing like that. The yes. tackle
1: on Karim Adeyemi was a penalty. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, that was a surprising thing. VAR didn't even check it. Yes,
2: that happens a lot nowadays. The VAR doesn't check some of these things. But really, ban it, it, It's good to have... It's good... To, sincerely for me, I like what is happening in Germany. It brings a bit of fresh air into the race, whilst I felt Dortmund should have taken advantage and heaped a lot more pressure on Bayern, they let Bayern still back in. But still, uh, there's still a lot to play for. Oh, yeah. Bayern and still have um, to play Leipzig. Yeah. Four, have games, to play four games to go. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, you there's know, still a there's, couple of yeah, twists and turns. Yeah, yeah. A few 2 and turns along the line that I feel that, you know, might still put uh, Bayern in an interesting position. So, Bayern still go to the Bremen. Um, who on their day can be a problem. I think folk group has hasn't been available for a couple yeah. of games now.
1: Um, Dortmund host Wolfsburg. That should be interesting. Yeah, Wolfsburg also got a big win over the weekend.
2: Interestingly, on the 13th, which is the upper weekend, Bayern play Schalke just before Dortmund play Mönchengladbach. Two winnable games. I think two two winnable yeah. games, but Mönchengladbach have been known to be show spoilers. Yeah, I mean, glad back I They miss. always find a way to do... They do that, they do that nonsense of... with Bayern. <laughs> they don't do that bad. with Dortmund. So Dortmund, they have Osborne away and they have Mines at home on the last day of the season when Bayern had go away to Cologne. So, I think the title will be settled on the last day.
1: Alright, uh big shout to
2: you and Berlin who are still in the mix. Oh, cha- yes, so the mix. Cha- the They're they falling off a bit. Yeah. With dry. I think they've drawn two of their last three games or they about uh that, that that's a bit of a worry as well for them but i still think they will get champions league uh, football and we
1: witnessed the sero grassy uh, masterclass um for stuttgart they needed that win if they're going to stay up that that win against Gladbach Huge. might be the, the 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 clincher for them you know, It was needed for them Huge. against Gladbach. all right quickly um just like in italy <laughs> it was clear napoli needed lazio to drop points and they win against them, the original, the local team, Salentana, And they win the league on home turf. The job was easy. And I even, think, it was very really easy. the fact that Italo was like an 11-30 Yeah, um, very early kick-off. Yeah. And, you
2: know, uh, you just need to plug away. But I think uh, there was a bit of nerves. I like it or not. I think this Napoli team is tired. No, he wasn't nervous. Uh, let me
1: give you I reason. think they're tired. Do you know where he's in go? Do you know where in goal? What? Go, let go, just doesn't matter no, no no see that guy that guy <laughs> it's as if he has an agenda oh, everybody. oh you see there's a difference oh, you see at the world cup right yeah we, but he's bringing that World Cup world up now too yeah to club football. yes no but i think a bit
2: of nerves. i think napoli that napoli team is tired
1: napoli tried everything yeah they're they, they, a I bit of tiredness tired. too. yeah i think
2: they're tired and they're just lucky that they have this very unassailable lead yeah it doesn't i wait. think the
1: tiredness in i'm not even physically i think it's mentally it's, mental yeah, it's both physical
2: yeah. and mental tiredness. So they have um Napoli go away to Dunisia next. Genese, yeah, very so interesting there. team. Very interesting team. On Wednesday, uh Lazio hosts Sasula and we know Sasula are mental people. They can go to no, lazio they mental. Man, they week. played
1: Empoli Empoli scored first. Yeah. They kept left it late 2 one. Uh-huh. So very mental team.
2: <laughs> so Napoli might just do it against Nese. And if they don't, they have the home tie against Ferencina. Ferencina have not been... We're well, going back to priorities, like I mentioned. I think Ferencina somehow looked at the fact that they are okay in the standings. They are ninth on the table. And I think they, they've turned more of their focus to so the winning the conference. Team.
1: But what, what do you make of the top four race? This weekend was a very interesting one for it. Yeah. Roman, Lazio, Roman Milan played a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. The goals came in the 93rd and 97th minutes. You know, crazy, crazy people. Good game. Good game. Yeah, yeah good, good game. game. But it doesn't do much for them, but it doesn't But Inter
2: closing with that win because all three of them are 57 points. You mean Roma, Roma Milan and Inter Milan and Inter. All on 57 points. 3 points behind Juventus, 4 points behind Lazio. you have to watch it though. You have to watch it and you they one is 4. Or all three? the talk of Juve now is they need to get rid of Allegri. That's all the talk. All Juventus fans are saying, look, enough is enough. They think that he's not playing quality football. They think that the players are even tired. They're tired of his style, they're tired of his overall approach. They want to change. Um, Atalanta, and also not far behind on 55, they might still have a say Mm. in what happens. Even though yes, I think they they, they bought
1: their way in by beating Roma last week. Oh yes, by beating Roma last week. And also
2: ensuring that they won again at the at the weekend mm. away from home. They have Spezia at home next, on Wednesday. So it will be interesting to see how, how things shape up. Milan have Cremonese at home. Roma have to go away to Monza. Very critical. Roma away to Monza. Inter away to Verona. So that set up. My just change by Wednesday. Alright, interesting times in
1: the Serie A. Where about six of their teams are still in Europe. Yes, sir. Yeah, now. they in Europe.
2: It's a good time to support the council. Yeah, definitely. It's a good
1: time. I'm not much in Spain. Barcelona so finally found their scoring boats. That
2: one is Donald Yeah. Yeah, finally found well, four goals. First time they're doing that since the game away at Elche. Mm. Um, and Lewandowski scored. <sighs> finally. No, he had to score now. Well, I think the
1: piece of history was the young guy they brought in at 15 yes, years old. Yeah, 16 years old. Jamal, yes, 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 Jamal yes, yes, Moria. Yeah, yes, yes.
2: yes. but he had to score. Because Mr. Karim Benzema I yeah, nah. just got a hat-trick in the previous so he had to respond. Yeah, he Barcelona, respond. what's the
1: name of that boy now? I call him Jamamore, you Jamamure. if him... Lamine
2: Yamaha.
1: And there was this talk uh, on social what, media uh, that uh, the Spanish authorities might uh, punish Barcelona for playing a boy who is 15 under liberal law. That shouldn't be happening. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Wait... This guy is not even the first 15 years to play in the league because he's like number five. So, what happened to those ones? You know, uh, are you serious? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that was true. But you know, I saw that, the story on social media. Somebody
2: trying to be funny. But
1: the best player to play in, in, in La Liga was Luca Romero, former Mallorca guy, now at Lazio. Played at 15 years, uh, 219 days. Uh, so. uh, and they didn't. Nothing happen not happened when the played. No. All right, we have to go.
2: Yeah, France. It's a procession,
1: now. It it's a procession. It's
2: a procession. It's a procession. It's a procession. Are you sure? PSG have won the league. This one that PSG are doing, uh... they win the league. <laughs> they win the league. Marseille, I think Marseille came back from. Magogno. Yeah, from go down. So it's a five point gap. I don't like the way Lens are falling off, falling off. Yeah, Monaco like also fall, fell off. Yeah, he lost at home. God hit Globe four 0
1: by Montpellier.
2: Terrible, terrible.
1: I think Angi also had
2: gone. Relegation, Austria, yeah, yeah no, relegation. One of my favorite teams. I like the Yeah, relegation team. has been. But uh, s- my dear friend's breast uh breast uh uh <laughs> his, his breastways <laughs> breast, breast. Breast, breast. Breast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> breast are flirting with red. By the way the cup champions got beaten black and blue in the cup final. Nonsense
2: It was not a, it was not good for watching.
1: Yeah, it was actually Cup weekend, yeah. yeah. Scottish Cup I if think Celtic cup, are on hand cup, for the, yeah, the domestic treble. treble yeah. They're in, the, they in the final. I guess what they play. They play Evidence, Caledonia, CIS so, or so. They will close eyes. They are leaving so. the league. They won the League Cup already. So, close treble eyes, already you know. sorted out. Uh, PSV also won the Dutch Cup.
2: Yeah, good one for Ruth van Nistro. Yeah, Bill Ajax. You know, adding another trophy to... I think he won the... Was it the Super Cup? Or I think of they're South defending Chelsea? champions now. Of the cup, Yeah, yeah, yeah. defending
1: champions.
2: But Ajax will have to do a lot of soul-searching in the summer. True. On what direction? Do you yeah, true, true, to do? true,
1: true, true. All right. So I think we're done now. It's a wrap, finally, episode 14 of the Wally and Yemi Football Podcast. Yeah, we're done. All right. So, guys, don't forget to always share.
2: Yeah, share, subscribe, like, drop like, your subscribe, comments. rate, review, send us fan mails. Send us fan mails. We we'll love yeah. the two mails we read today. Very good, very good conversation. Uh, it'll be nice to have more of that. Send your emails to footballfixng at gmail.com. All well, of up
1: will yeah. happen next time you're here. By the grace of God
2: maybe he has not a to
1: Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> at least Chelsea can keep on losing huh? at, one, at one time at That's one point has to come to an... <laughs> So to to I won't be surprised I'm calling <laughs> it I think Chelsea will also I'm calling it <laughs> alright thank you very much our producer Mr. Felix thank you very much for showing up Hopefully, you have more Felix in our... Yes. ...in our Cubico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll stop disturbing you know. us. I want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors, our partners, Recoastery, and um, Cobblebeard yeah. uh, for coming through. See you again next time, guys. Ali de Bye-bye. It's Ali Vadeci. Or oh, whatever. <laughs>
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Project and product teams want to build best in the world applications by making sure the best features are being built but they are sometimes unsuccessful because they can't get user feedback during the idea session or sometimes the feedback they get is not good enough or validated. This is where Story comes in. Story helps you build products better. You enter a prompt of your product idea and your backlog is immediately populated with user stories of what you are about to build. Are you in a workshop session and you want better details? Just enter the right phrase within your project, and it will help prompt user stories to your stakeholders, business units, personas, and you can develop this further. It is also product project management tool using Kanban and Scrum in a simplified way to help teams get on with tasks necessary. Simplicity was built. Reiki story, user story simplified.